young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Yo, what's going on? We are back rounding the amen corner right here. Your man Ike Jones in here with Paul and Kenny. Kenny and Paul, we are talking about the fallout from early signing day. Let's get straight to it. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups, doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. All right, here we go, guys. Early signing day, it's happened. Of course, Bama is still out here doing Bama things. Georgia still doing Georgia things. Oregon surprisingly doing not so Oregon things. Yeah. Uh, Florida close pretty good. Auburn made a big jump. I get to be happy for once when we're having a conversation about football and all these things. What are we feeling about uh, all the things that happened early signing day? Well, first, before we get into all of that, how are y'all doing? Y'all doing all right, man? Man, doing great, man. I'm doing good, great. Man. Good, yeah. good. Uh, Kenny, you uh, you uh, been, been to football practice, man? You been <laughs> yeah, yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Give us an update on that. Fun fact. So um, I haven't <laughs> won to practice. We had a scrimmage <clears throat> last Saturday, and... Uh, Sprained ankle. Oh, but no. I did get the pancake. So okay. I mean, you get it how you take it, right? Okay. Uh, so yeah, I got mm. sprained my ankle. So um, you know, so I'm you, down for what, so I mean, what, what's the, we we got what two more weeks until Jerry's World? What's the status on Jerry's World for you? You, uh, I got the ankle brace. Um, I got some pills, <laughs> and we're gonna make it work, man. We're gonna soldier we're gonna through make it. it. Work. I hear you, man. I'm, look, I'm in the building. Am I gonna play? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna be in there. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm get me a couple plays on that turf. Hey, speaking of, speaking of playing, Ike, uh, like you said, Oregon wasn't playing nah. uh, yesterday. Uh, that I think you know, if we if we want to just talk about collectively uh, signing day, we could talk about Alabama, right? But yeah. who wants to do that? Um, I mean, we could, but yeah, I mean, they they signed four four or five stars from rivals. You know, I think maybe six or something if you go off different sites, but. Um, everybody's saying Saban and them are back. We'll see, right? They had a lot of guys transfer this year, but mm-hmm. Oregon, man, it was astonishing to me. Yeah. Uh, and it really kind of shows you what can happen when you have a really good NIL collective. And and Phil Knight came yes. out and uh, spoke on that, and he hey. said basically, "Look, we've got a uh, former." Uh, head of women's Nike vice president running this collective. We know what we're doing. We want players and they went out and got them. In it's bunches. different when your NIL collective is run by sports people, right? Like it's like a, a lot of these NIL, NIL collectives are run by like guys with bread, but they're not sports people. Right. Like Oregon's got Nike, like not just Nike money, right? Like, but like the Excellent. guy, 
yeah. <laughs> is an <laughs> Oregon guy. You know what I'm saying? So it's different when you get into that kind of territory. The seriousness in which they would take NIL stuff, and we're seeing them flex pretty hard on that. So I mean, you, you look at you look at Oregon. They signed DJ Hughes, little brother, five star, who was you know. It was down to them in Ohio State, and everybody thought kind of Ohio State was going to take that one home. They signed we, we, him. We need to talk about Ohio State in a second, but continue. We will. We will, yeah. yes. Uh, they lost their quarterback in Dante Moore, Kenny, but they went out and That's got Austin. Bo re-upped. Yeah, Bo Nix re-upped, but they went out and got Austin Novosad, who is not bad. Stole him from Baylor in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, middle D- of the night. <laughs> a DB from – yeah, I think it literally was the middle of the night when he, yeah. he flipped. Um, yeah. Dalen Austin, a four-star DB, flipped him. Jaden Lamar, four-star running back from, I think it was Notre Dame, flipped him. A four-star, and then a three-star, uh, they almost had the other five-star, that Peyton Bowen kid who we'll talk about as well. But, I mean, <laughs> hell of a day for Oregon. And that just goes to show yeah. you guys, I said this uh, on one of UGA sports shows, the parody in college football is coming back, and it's because mm. of NIL. Mm. It's gonna be it's, it's interesting because there there definitely are going to be more players in the game, right? Um, because yes. other guys can, you know, for lack of a better word, but appropriately afford talent now, right? So we can go out here and we can play the game openly that everybody else has kind of been under the table playing. Cool, all right. So this is what we're doing now. All right, we well, I could do this now. We got we got the right to Phil Knight is like, oh well, shoot, I, I all I could offer y'all was some dope uniforms. Now I could put real money up. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's scary. Like, um, I was telling somebody the other day, like how Bama just serves out of nowhere. And I said, look, man, all it takes is for a couple of players to be like, look, man, I'll donate to the collective. Yeah. <laughs> I'll donate a hundred grand. You get 10, 15 guys. Yeah. When you've built that stable of NFL guys and they want to see their, their alma mater continue their um, research or the get back to where they feel like they should be from a championship level. It's really easy, again, when you have sports guys funding your NIL collective. Like a lot of these schools don't have that luxury to be able to go pull on alumni that are sports people. They're, they're trying to get, you know, doctors and lawyers and architects to, to care enough about sports to put up bread. But, you know, you got 40 dudes who've, who've hit the NFL and got big money. Yeah, we'll put 100000 up a piece. No problem. Let's go do that. Yeah, so. just save me a seat at the save me a seat field level seat when uh when they play in the natty. That's all right. I want in return. Uh, yeah. you know. Right. And you know, you look you, you look across the board, man. I mean, it was really really spread out. Uh, Alabama won, I think, right? Mm-hmm. With just the terms of ab- absolute athletes and and rankings and stars. But across the board, man, I mean, there's some really talented Florida got 18 four stars. Clemson 17 mm-hmm. four stars. Notre Dame 18 four stars. Not, not, none of those teams got a five star, but they all loaded up on quality talent. Uh, where's Auburn at? Let me, let me scroll down here a little we're, bit. We're, we're uh, 16th right now, I think. Um, okay, right, hold up. I got to scroll back up because it's, it's, it's messing with me a little bit here. Let's see. Uh, 16th? Yeah. Yeah, right there. Nine four stars for you guys. I mean, again, Michigan didn't sign a five star this year, but they finished uh, with 11 four stars. A lot of teams didn't sign a five star, but at the same time, man, it's just really spread out, guys. A lot more spread out than I, than I'm used to. Yeah, so let's let's back up and talk about Florida for a second, mm. Kenny. Your your signing class wasn't bad. Why are Florida fans freaking out on the internet right now about Billy Napier? What is going on, man? Um, they're tripping because uh, 
for the most part, you're not seeing the big guy, right? You're not seeing the big splash. And that's what people are concerned about. They're like, hey, man, why can why is it that, you know, we can't get uh, one five star? You know, mm-hmm. why can't we get that program defining player? Um, so I think that's really what it is. Uh, and then a lot of Florida fans don't really know football. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a it's a big group of people Damn. who don't. I mean, hey, it's, listen, it's, listen. It's a lot of Auburn fans don't know the sports. Yeah, a lot that they of, they yeah, it's just people. They love they love the team, but they don't know the right. sport. Yeah. And that's and, and that's exactly what's going on. So uh, you have that. But like I said, um, you're not got, getting guys who understand the player, understand film. You know, you're not getting people like that. So people are overreacting because you don't have what? the five star. Well, I think also, Kenny, I'm looking at this committed date. The last commit you guys got was Rashada back in November. So no signing day commits and Mm -hmm. signed. Correct. And when you don't have that, Ike, I don't care what you signed in your program. Like Rashada, y'all flipped him from Miami, right? Correct. Yeah, I mean, he's a a big-time quarterback prospect out of Cali. But when you don't sign a kid on signing day, Ike, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you have a class full of five stars. You you don't sign a kid on signing day, it all hell breaks loose, man. Yeah, well, that's what happened. Well, we, and we didn't flip anybody, and I think that's what it is too. Like we got exactly who we was on our commit list, one hundred percent. We just didn't get uh, any surprises like big fish yeah. per se. But I'm very happy. Like when you look at the guys, like forget the star in comparison to Miami's and the Georgias. Like you look at these guys, you know. Bar by bar, yo, we have quality at every level. Maybe linebacker. We only got one linebacker. But other than that, we have quality everywhere. Okay. Okay. I mean, so now this is where I can chime in and start to feel a little, beat my chest a little bit about the job Hugh Freeze and his staff did as far as flipping guys on signing day. And this is where I wanted to pivot back to Ohio State. So I'm going to give a little shout out here to Florida State, who we got, you know, a guy from over there that they were really hot after, uh, Kedrick Falk. But then mm-hmm. we went and got uh, Kion Lee, the cornerback, who was supposed to be committed to Ohio State. And um, your guy, Ryan Day, was a little salty. What he said? He Basically, he was like, uh, I guess, you know, commitment doesn't mean anything to guys or anymore. Mm. He had a couple of guys flip on from his class and he was mm. just talking about how he didn't feel like commitment meant the same thing, you know, or basically, uh, I think the quote was that I guess once you get a guy committed, you have to keep recruiting him. Which is true. I mean, like, yes, which is I was like, here. Ryan, are you new here, bro? Right. Like, what, what are we doing? Yes. Well, so so once keep recruiting a guy just because he committed. Especially like a kid like uh, Lee, who is in Ellenwood, Georgia, who, if you refer back to the last podcast, we talked about uh, Cedar Grove losing the championship game. He was on that team. Uh, mm. But um, I, did, Lee, I did not know that he was on that yeah. team. That's good. Yeah, he That's was on the team nugget. that lost. Yeah. Um, with that goal line stand or not goal line stand. But when you're especially a kid that's in Ellenwood, Georgia, like yeah. you think you can just stop recruiting him and you're in Columbus, Ohio? Right. Nah, man. <laughs> like this sharks all around that young man. And you just around. like, oh, you good. Just go out there and swim in the water a little and bit. This, and this isn't a kid, this isn't a kid, Ike, who like he's he's the you know, the only college prospect to ever come out of his 
his college or his high school. Cedar right. Grove's got dogs every year. You got coaches showing up at that door on day one when yeah. coaches can show up all the way to day last. Yeah, he wasn't like, some diamond in the rough you found down there no. that you can keep hitting. Right. It's it's not, no. under, that's underrated. Yeah. That's no. Just no, bro. Not yeah. there. I was like, Ryan, um, I mean, you would think that Ohio State's never flipped a commit before with him saying stuff like that, right? right? Like, I just don't even understand how you say to yourself, well, I guess the commit doesn't mean anything. You got to keep recruiting. Yes, that's how it works, bro. Check in with him every week if you need to. Hey, we still good? You need anything? Your mom and them straight. (laughs) What's up? You want to come to town? Yeah. The (laughs) the problem with Ohio State, too, was they were in it for uh, Mateo, you. Mm -hmm. They were in it for Damon Wilson, who went to Georgia. They lost Kane and Lee. They were in it for another five-star de- uh, defensive end, who I, I the name's slipping for me right now. They went 0 for 3 on five-star defensive end. Keon Kelly? Yeah, might have been him. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and they, always, they signed one guy on signing day, a four-star out of Indianapolis defensive end, Joshua Mickens. So, again, with a big-time school like that, you get one prospect – it doesn't work out. And then you lose one. Yeah. Like Lee, Lee's going to be a baller. I think he's, he's oh, really, boy. when I looked at his tape, I was like, mm, yeah, yeah that he's young really man good. right there. Yeah. I don't know. Might why be one of the ones. It's I don't know interesting no. that Ohio state doesn't really keep a lot of those guys because like the defensive guys, because like you said, we got Dijon from them. Uh, Miami got a guy that's like a lot of people are getting poached from Ohio State, mm-hmm. except the wide receivers. Didn't yeah. uh, didn't Mitchell flip or not flip, but didn't he transfer out of Ohio State? Tara- yeah, Taraja. Shout out to Taraja. I played ball with his older brother mm-hmm. in Virginia Beach. So that, shout out to him. That you sure it's not his kid? You old, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no. I'm, I'm very, very positive. Uh, the Mitchell family there. TJ was that guy in Ohio State, man. I mean, well, he went to West Virginia, but yeah, he was that guy, man. Speaking, of, speaking about uh, another class that blew up this year because of NIL, Miami, Ike. Miami. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, they brought some boys in, but I think, you know how we saw Texas A&M, I think, last time. I was time about I to say, is this about yes. to be a Jimbo situation yes. down there with yes. Crystal Ball? So, so 25 kids transfer out of Texas A&M. Last time I looked, it probably is more by now. Uh, but this class right here, 100% could be the next. And I think maybe, guys, and I'll open this up to both of you. Are we going to see like a school like this every year that just really pushes chips I'm in? Sure. Because Texas A&M, they did it a little bit this year, but not to the extent of last year. Nah. Miami can't keep this up. Like, it, are we going to see a school every year push chips in? Because these kids are from everywhere that Miami got, man. No, like they got kids. They, they got a lot of kids from Florida, but Connecticut, Georgia, Virginia, California, Massachusetts. Like you ain't keeping them kids, man. Stop. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think that's probably a, a high possibility. And I'm, I'm trying. I really don't want to speak on it until I'm 100 percent sure. I did see the tweet about the graphic for. Jimbo Fisher having words about NIL and and people basically tampering with kids and his displeasure with it. And, and, and how I saw it, Lane Kiffin retweeted it. Ah, Lane is messy, man. I <laughs> yeah, love bro. Lane. He, he is messy boots. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. So he the, the, the quote said, I knew eventually there would be pay for play, but I did not know it would be NIL like 
it came about. The problem with all of it is that there's no consistency in the rules. And he said that he complained about the amount of tampering being ridiculous. And uh, yeah. What? Jim, like, don't throw don't throw stones when you live in a glass house. Right. Bro. I was like, I mean, it's Just stay out of this, bro. You're the only person that that really has nothing that they should say about this. And and he's I guess he's holding true to the whole, you know, we had a staff that worked really hard for this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's cool. Y'all worked so hard that half of those kids aren't even there anymore. <laughs> At like, least. Like, what are we doing, man? Like I'm I'm yeah. not a big fan of Jimbo Fisher, but he is making me less and less a fan of him every time he starts talking. And he, he talks about that like it's like they didn't do that. Like they didn't throw right. money at Ruben Owens to get him to leave Louisville to come to Texas A&M. Like, stop, man. Like Marcel Reed, I think he was committed somewhere else too. the quarterback they got out of Nashville. Uh, he, he was committed before he, he went to Texas A&M. Like stop, man! Like this, no, man. This I you hate can't, when they whine because it's not in their favor. Yeah, I mean, it, you can't you can't throw stones when you live in a glass house, especially after last year, man. And right. and everybody knows what you're doing this year too. Like, no, bro, just <laughs> just sit back, lay low. You you might have not got one or two guys, but don't go on this rant, bro. That's that's not the look. Yeah, yeah. I, I am. I am. Uh, I'm I'm displeased with Jimbo Fisher and his inability. To uh, just not talk. Because every now and then, it's okay to just you know what I don't I don't have a comment on that. Yeah. I don't have a comment about that. Yeah. Just because they ask you a question doesn't mean you have to say something, Jimbo. Right. And speaking of, because you always get it every signing day. You you normally get the head coach of of every program, Ike. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the opposite side of that, you had Dabo Sweeney. Oh my which, god. Which when I saw this on Twitter, guys, I kid you not. I thought people were making it like I thought. Yeah, people were it, it did a joke. seem like that. It was a joke. It was a joke. There was we're no, we're, we're going to get into that. Hold on. Let's get back okay, into okay. the Dabo Sweeney thing after we come back from the break. You guys are listening to the Amen Corner podcast. You got Kenny, Paul, Ike. We in here, man. Uh, we'll be right back talking about Dabo and NIL. All right, Paul, where we left off, we were talking about Dabo Sweeney and his NIL comments. And it did seem comical, but go ahead and hit people with what, what was going on there. So basically, uh, yesterday on Twitter, right, you start seeing this. I don't know. It was, it was right after his uh, press conference. Yeah. You start seeing this quote going around. Right. That, uh, you know, they did build their program on NIL. Mm-hmm. And so this is the quote, guys. And I, and I quote, quote, we built this program on NIL. We really did. We built this program in God's name, image, and likeness. And when I, I kid you not, when I saw that tweet, I was like, there's no way this man said it. Yeah. And of all things, he said it in front of a uh, backdrop of a Clemson paw and a lending tree uh, mm-hmm. uh, mortgage. Oh, yeah. Company. He, he 100% said it because I've seen the video of it because I thought it was a joke, too. And I went and I was like, there's no way he said this. And I went and looked up the press conference and he said it. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm a Christian, you know, everybody's got their beliefs. I ain't got no problem with his beliefs. That ain't got yeah, nothing to do nah. with this. It was but, corny. But, yeah, you cannot bring <laughs> you can't bring this in and say, we built this program on NIL, you, God's you, name, you, image, and likeness. You like, did stop. not build a college football program on the name, God. image, and likeness of, of God. Be, because guess what? God, God's gonna strike you down. Because I'm sure there's some demons in that closet over there. Bro, Will you know? Bro. Like, don't like play. come on, man. What don't are we play, what what man. are we what are we what are we doing, Davo? What are we doing? What are, like <laughs> we get it, Dabo. We know what you stand on. Yo, we get man. it. But best believe, Peter Woods ain't sitting there because of the Lord. 
<laughs> you know, like <laughs> he not up there, Bible oh. belt hanging out like, hey, I'm here because God sent. No, bro. <laughs> it's not. Now, you didn't finish with a ninth-rate recruiting class because you built it in God's name, image, and likeness. And like Kenny said, Peter Woods is, is, a, is, a, is a hoss. He didn't just come there uh, because you, you preached to him one day. Right. Right. And, then, and, and so here, here's the thing and that, I you know, again, I, I have no problem with anybody's religious whatever, bro. Like, But there's a bunch of coaches who are Christians, right? So, like, God isn't choosing sides in the battle over recruits. And championships, man. That's not how it works. He's not like, oh, you're the most devout one, my son. I shall grant you four or five stars this cycle. <laughs> because if that's the case, he didn't land one. I mean, he must not be. Right. He must not be. Somebody, somebody ain't getting getting to the uh, altar. Yeah, right. them ties past due, Jimbo. Yeah. We got to get a little something cooking, my guy. What's going on? <laughs> Where's your 10%, Jimbo? Or no, not Jimbo, Dabo. Jimbo. Yeah, Dabo, my bad. Yeah, Jimbo ain't paying ties at all, brother. Jimbo, <laughs> Jimbo, Jimbo ain't seen the collection paid in many a year. Yeah, think. man. Oh God, bro! Like, yeah, it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard to l- look at that video, and he thought it was clever too. That's what's so he crazy. Did, about. He said it with he a did. smirk. He's like, "No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm serious here. We did build it on NIL, God's name, image, and likeness." And it's like, "Nah, man." See, man, that's somebody, somebody didn't decommit right there. But like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coach. Uh, hey, I know I faxed that in already. I know it's east. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need that back. Real I'm going to get that release real quick. Hey, let, me, let, me, let me see that paper real I just wanted to make sure I, I spell some right. Yeah. <laughs> see, the, the problem with Jimbo, man, is I like... I misspelled gives, my name. He gives, like, <laughs> off such a corny, like, white dad thing. Like, yes. it's, it's just like... Yes. It, it gives all of us, you know, up-and-coming white fathers a, a bad man to, to be our face. And, yeah. and he's not our face, but people look at him and think that he's a face. Dude, no. No. He's like that. He J, J, Dabo reminds me of like you see those movies where the new neighbor moves in and the guy's like behind the hedges and he's like mowing his grass. He's like, hey neighbor, how's yep. it going? Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep. Or like Ned Flanders off The Simpsons. Yep. Like that, that's Dabo. And All it just day. Gives, it gives off such this like weird. Oakley, ass Oakley. Vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> how are you going to play for him, bro? Yeah, Real talk. Man. He like, listen. Them assistant coaches must have been doing some serious boy. work to cover up. That's like co- covering a multitude of of corny. Like, yeah. Could you imagine Ned Flanders, your head coach? I mean, yeah, he's a, he's a good head coach. He's got a national championship, but you know, he's, he's sitting in there, Oakley, Oakley, guys. All right, hey, Peter Woods, come on down, my boy. But you know what's crazy? Like, is it just something about the about the state of South Carolina that breeds like super corny coaches, man? Yeah, because, because you got Beamer over there now, too. Beamer, bro. yeah. But you know, and what's Ooh. crazy is Beamer's actually cool compared to Dabo, <laughs> and, and that's that's, that's wild. <laughs> I, I know, like, like. It's, like you said, he looks he looks kind of cool. And they and speaking of South Carolina, just give him a little shout out. Finished twenty first. Yeah. Um, you know, twenty second for Mississippi State. Where, again, rest in peace, Coach Leach. They kept that class together. Uh, yeah, they did. They, that that is they did. They were doing a lot of work to hold that class together for sure. Um, um and shouts out to them for being able to do that. Um, what's the uh, guy's name? The defensive coordinator. Oh, Arnett, right? Yeah, Arnett that got promoted to the head coach, man. Yeah. Shout out to him for holding that ship down while everything was going on there. So I, I'm, I can imagine that first game at home for them oh, is going to be super emotional. Oh, man. Yeah, they had the they had the uh, the funeral this week, guys. And I saw yeah. Gardner Minshew spoke. 
Yeah. Um, I'm sure a ton of other people spoke. I mean, it, he, he touched a lot of people, man. And so it's good to see that class was, you know, they stuck together 25 strong. Uh, you know, they lost that the wide receiver to the portal who Georgia got, but he was gone, you know, prior to, but um, they kept that class together. Speaking of guys in the portal, sorry, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not trying to run the show tonight, Ike, but I no I'm, man, listen, let's I'm talk, moving. bro. I'm moving. <laughs> Uh, North Carolina, Drake May, which is crazy. Yo, after he made the whole statement about, I bleed, uh, Tar Heel and all this stuff. And he hit the portal. I was like, what? He hit the portal again? Well, I guess officially. Yeah. No, like I think he did once. I think he's back. He he was just rumored that he was going to the portal before. And then he came out and he was like, I I love North Carolina. I would never leave here. I'm a Tar Heel for life. And so. he's in a portal. Great, so got, sign, Mertz. <laughs> we got this right here. Uh, University of Pitt head football coach, which why does he get involved in this, Pat Narduzzi? But he yeah. does. Again, coaches getting into stuff that they shouldn't. Uh, he says he ripped the state of the NCAA transfer portal saying North Carolina quarterback Drake May was offered $5 million by two yeah. schools to transfer. Yeah. It's a sad, sad deal, Narduzzi said. Five million by two schools, guys, and you can probably we've talked about the we've talked about both schools uh, mm-hmm. already. I'm not going to say which ones they are, uh, and I don't think anybody else has. But two schools offered him five million, crazy. And and you went back to North Carolina, yeah, man. He's a Tar Heel for life. He says, man. No, you know. Listen, I his coach left his offensive coordinator left but apparently he he just really likes where he is man Kenny what's your thoughts on it? you look like you in la la land right now my boy you good yeah i'm i'm multi geeked off out the geeked I'm, off the something I'm, over there i'm looking at a he looking at recruits man he looking at the florida recruits man looking at that hey, video man, i'm looking bro. at this i'm looking at, list. I'm looking at this florida recruit list for <laughs> 6 months it ain't changed one bit <laughs> i was going to say yeah yeah the past 2 <laughs> days ain't changed, changed on that thing <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Drake no, man. Five, um, five million, man. I'm very surprised they came out and said the number, um, because you've heard coaches like uh, I think the Washington uh, was it Washington State. I think that coach came out uh, and st- you know stated how you guys are getting plucked from you know those lower schools that balled out. Um, but yeah, to come out and say like it's a top program, two top programs, and. You probably know who, like, just giving all these little breadcrumbs. I was he's like, like he's, Yo. look who's going to get all the guys that who's signing all the top guys that'll tell you. It's like, bro, they don't do that, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. It's like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, if, you, if you're going to name, like, that's why I'm not naming them, right? Because I'm not, I'm not in that business, right? I'm not a head coach. But if you're going to come out and, and throw two schools under the bus like that, name names, bro. Just you, this, you know? But see, that's, that's the problem when you start doing stuff like this is he can't, he probably, like, he doesn't know for sure. He probably just heard. Or if he says something, now they're going to have to open this investigation and they got to figure out who told him and he's got to burn a source and all that kind of stuff. He can't do that. So it's like, there's really no point in you saying anything. Like, why be soft? I get it. Last year, your your number one receiver left in the portal after winning the Blitnikoff. I'm, I, I I understand. You're, you're very uh, so salty. That's, why, that's why he spoke up on it. Yeah, I get okay. why he's salty okay. about the whole transfer portal situation, but this ain't even your guy. Like, why? Right. Like, this you don't even <laughs> coach him. Why are you talking right now? Right, sit back, sit back and relax, man. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, you know, shout out to Drake May for going back to UNC because maybe that sets a precedent that you know money 
I, I think money can buy just about anybody, but maybe, you know, no, there, there's no you have to there. think, and I, I hate assuming, right? Because it makes an ass out of you and me, but you got to think UNC threw a little bag at him to, to stay. Oh, right? for sure. They right. had to do something like you yeah. can't just offer him nothing. If, if it's true, the number was 5 million. You can't come back with zero. Yeah. Right? Like, like you got to hey, do something. We still got your dorm room if you want hey, it. Like it's, it's, a, it's a lot of big hey, man. But I'm just saying it's really expensive Hill. tuition. I'm just we yeah. that scholarship is worth yeah. a lot of money. That's a lot, a lot of money, my boy. I mean, <laughs> and then Drake May's like, look, I could literally pay my tuition and have two Lamborghinis in a house. Right. Um in North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> so what else you, so but that's the problem though, is a lot of these coaches don't want to come out and say anything. They want to be all beat around the bush, Jimbo, Pat Narduzzi in this situation. But I mean, low key, you know, we want to bring in SEC folks. Sam Pittman was kind of uh, tooting that horn a little bit too about being salty that? about. So he was salty about a lot of, a lot of guys uh, flipping out from his class, right? So he had a couple of flips, mm. decommits from his class. He had quite a few guys hit the transfer portal, and uh, and he was just like, you know, he he's basically he's like, I don't know what you guys want me to do in situations like this. I can't control that and. He he also alluded to the fact that he's having to come around to the idea that some kids will hit the transfer portal, not find a home, and then ask to come back, and him not being salty and being like, "Nah, you can't come back." Yeah, yeah. Um, how how do we feel about that? Like, um, you can go in the transfer portal, but then they can also tell you not to come back. Like, yeah, that's the risk. Yeah. But at the same time, I've heard that that is kind of a strategy a lot of these guys are using. They're mm-hmm. going into the transfer portal so they can talk officially to coaches, see what the bag's looking like. If the bag's not there, they come back. Mm-hmm. Like, a, you just want to see you want to see guys. what the open market is looking like. It's like, all I mean, right, let like, me, yeah, put a right. put a feeler out there, see what the people. But like, it's not like working a job, right? Like, I could put my resume out working a job somewhere right. and they I mean they could fire me if they found out there are companies that would do that if you're working at a you know at will state like I do in Alabama where it's like hey man I heard you was sh- uh, shopping around I heard I shop- heard you gone yeah it's like uh you can shop on your own time we'll holler right. at you right. but um <laughs> but I just don't I mean like you can't do that as a college athlete and that's not really what the transfer portal is supposed to be for but mm-hmm. kids are using it for that purpose. So just let me put it out there, see if there's interest from a couple of places. If the, if I'm not getting the looks I want, I'll just go back to where I am. But that's tough because, like, from a scholarship standpoint, you don't, like, lose your scholarship the minute that you hit the portal. Um, it's rough, man. Roster management is is really hard in this era of, like, trying to figure out who's really solid. And, like, year-over-year year roster management is is almost impossible. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. man, we got this... Four stars sitting on the bench. We just redshirt him for a year, and dude is like, "Nah, I want to play today." And then you sign another four star behind him. So, like, think about this: like, what uh, LSU, right? So you've got uh, what's your man's name, the quarterback that just decided he was coming back, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels just announced that he's coming back. Uh, Garrett Nussmeyer had this amazing second half in the SEC championship people's eyes lighting up all over the country like yo this dude been sitting on the bench there forever and then they just signed a five-star kid at quarterback in your mind you're like oh we straight at quarterback bro if Jaden daniels goes down we got this dude then we can go georgia same situation we're good at quarter vandergrit we could just we can trot out four and five star dudes in case a guy goes down 
But if a kid is like, okay, you just signed another five star, I might not ever see the field. I'm out, bro. And then now you go from having three to four guys you can trust to maybe only two. And you got to, now you're scrambling to try to fill a room up with guys. How do you manage that? Because you want to have talent stacked on talent, but there's no real way to have security in any of this stuff. You, you got to get you got to get kids that buy into the program. Like you got to get those like those kids like Georgia per se. You know, like at this point, the kids are bought into the system. You might have a couple guys who leave just because they're buried on the depth chart, but those guys believe in it. They're like the new Bama now. Like you can sit for two if, years if you're if you're winning that. championships, it's a little easier because you yes. can convince a guy, all right, but you're, you're going to have a championship though. roster. But if you're like on the brink of it, right? Like if you're a Kentucky, right? And people keep predicting that you're gonna possibly yeah. make this surge into the next level, your roster depth is getting depleted every year by transfers. How many, how many transfers is like Kentucky hasn't had a lot. I'm just saying, like, but like dude, like Cavassier Smoke was their second leading rusher on the team last year, and they're losing Rodriguez, right? Yeah, is he, is so, he yeah. going to the league? I think so. So I'm saying in their mind. Oh, we lose Rodriguez. We're cool. We still got smoke. No, you don't. He's out. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 not. You kind of do it to yourself, though, in a sense. Also, I mean, Jaden Daniels was recruited by Brian Kelly to come be the quarterback at LSU. So he comes mm-hmm. back. You, you're also doing it to yourself when you bring in these portal kids. So yeah. it's like a it's a catch twenty two, right? You want that class to stay. You want them to, like Kenny said, sit for two years, third and fourth year, they're starters, then they go to the league. Everybody's happy. They're dogs for life. They're gators for life. But then when they sit for two years, then you go bring in a Jaden Daniels to come start over them, and then you and then you get mad when. You know he wants to leave now, right. so it's 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 this really fine line of, like you said, Ike. It's it's roster management like never before seen, and it's not like the NFL where it's just fifty three guys. You got eighty five guys on scholarship plus about probably ten or fifteen if you're a really big program that are preferred walk ons that are yeah. getting some type of and at least with the help. NFL you got a you got a contract right, so you know. Yeah at what point this person can even start looking elsewhere, right? Like, yeah. all right, cool. You can't even begin to get in negotiation with anybody else unless it's going to be an actual trade. So or I know you. I'm getting something back for you, right. right? Or it's my decision. Cool, we'll just cut bait with you and we're, we're out of here. But like with the, with college, the kids have all the power in this situation. Well, not all the power because, yeah, But they know, get that one year. That, that, whole, uh, that whole processing a situation that happens at a lot of schools where it's like, hey, we need this roster spot real quick, bro. I'm, I, I think <laughs> it's, I think it's tough, man. But like, like you say, Jaden Daniels, right? He came in, he came in for the coach he has. Mm-hmm. So him staying isn't bad. But I think it's when you get that guy that maybe a guy that you can bring in that four star, you know, that's going to be the death piece. But now you have another five star that came in the next year. And then you added a portal guy. Mm-hmm. And now you're, you've already had to deal, do that dance with guys who were, you know, five stars and all that stuff. But now you have to do it with them and the portal kids. And it's like, because if you get a kid from the portal, I think I, I'm pretty much going to play. Like, you're not bringing me here to sit on the bench. <clears throat> Mertz. 
So it's it's it, <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I mean for real for real, like depending well depending who the player is. <laughs> no, 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 you said it. You said it. You said it. It's over. We gotta talk about him. We gotta yeah, talk about him. We gotta talk. You brought it up. You, yeah, in, in, man. In the in the words of K Bland, <laughs> the words of K Bland. If, I, if, if I'm coming in as a transfer, you're not gonna put me on a bench. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be a starter, right? Yeah, just I'm expecting of, to play, baby. Speaking of starters, man, y'all brought in just a hell of a quarterback, man. That I really think no, can bring y'all's program to new heights, man. And my man, Graham, Graham Mertz. Mertz. Graham Mertz so? out of Overland Park. No, Kansas. that is 100 sarcasm, bro. Graham yeah. Mertz is okay, just, mid. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 100. Yeah. 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Jesus. Oh, lighten it up in the Big Ten, baby. Hold on. Ike, Ike, Ike. This QBR. Lord Jesus. It's 52.5 last year. 82nd in the league. And, oof. Sheesh. Kenny, Kenny, talk to me, man, please. So, you know, I'm no insider. I don't really be knowing a lot of stuff, but supposedly um, he was our third option. We had a, uh, we're going after the Tulane kid. and Which um, nobody knows if he's even going to hit the portal. Yeah, he, well, supposedly he went back. um, Like he said he's staying. So we're like, cool. Okay. Well, we got this kid McCall out of. uh, Coastal Carolina. Auburn was, was after him as well. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, his, he doesn't. None of his credits transfer. Yeah. Well, I don't know what kind of... Because that's the same situation he had at Auburn. He was trying to come down. And they were like, well, we can't work it out from a credit standpoint. So he's going to have to try to graduate before he can transfer to any school that he wants to go to, apparently. But anyway, continue. So McCall, no, not happening. Yeah. So no to McCall. So now you're sitting there like... Clearly, after our last bowl game, we need a quarterback. <laughs> like it's, Jack Miller um, ain't going to be the guy. I mean, he's had all all off season, um, and he's uh, not shown anything. Oh. <laughs> he lost the job to the guy who we're not going to speak about. Um, yeah, and then after that, you have a walk on and a freshman. So, <laughs> like, really, um, Jaden Rashada clearly, unless we get some like random guy hit the portal. Late, you know what I'm saying? It's going to come down to a Rashada, probably Jack Miller battle. Um, if Jack Miller doesn't win, I definitely see him hitting the portal, which would be <laughs> dr- drastically bad for us. Because Hurt Mertz, like you see, he's our third guy. He had to get somebody in this class. He had he to get did, somebody out the portal. He didn't have to, though. So that's what's crazy is like, Unless you know for sure after these bowl games are done, none of these kids are going to leave their program. You didn't have to go ahead and get Mertz, bro. He panicked. Let's be let's 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 yeah. call it what it is. Yeah. He your man panicked, and he was like, yeah. "I need to I need to show him I'm doing something." And he went and signed Mertz. Here's something real yeah. crazy. Here's something real crazy. There's a quarterback that in 2021 put up very similar numbers to what Graham Mertz put up. Um, oh my god. And it's crazy because he's got a little bit of legs too. Uh six three, two ten was a five star quarterback. Uh I th- yeah, I think he I think he transferred to Cincinnati yesterday, but his name was Emory Jones. Mm. Uh and I, I think I I I if I 
brain's memory a little foggy, serves. You know? Yeah, memory serves and brain's a little foggy. I think he was on campus in Gainesville for a little while, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh but y'all got rid of him. Yes. And now Graham Mertz is now the face. So you guys got the less athletic version of Emory Jones transferring to to Gainesville? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) (laughs) And guess what number you wear? Oh, no. The same one? Yeah. He's wearing number five. At least that's when he took the photos. And I was like, man, you're not doing yourself. No help. (laughs) If you're going to put on number five. The problem um, is, man, you only have so long as a college football head coach in the SEC, and you really got to – like, I don't know how they couldn't convince Grayson McCall to come. Uh, that there is well, – yeah. That was more of a – he, he, so Grayson McCall's issue, the same issue he had at Auburn, was he wasn't going to have enough credit to transfer over for him to be able to continue whatever major he has. Oh, and so, so he didn't think this through? Well, he, he – well – he thought it through. He just, well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say he thought it through. I don't know what Grayson McCall was thinking about when he hit the transfer yeah. portal because clearly, you know, his coach left for Liberty, right? And so he's like, all right, I'm out of here, but I don't want to go play at Liberty. I want to go step up to the next level. I want to go to the league. So he started putting it out there and he's got an interest from places. Auburn gave him a look. He was supposed to come down and visit Auburn. They got into the whole great situation. They was like, nah, bro, like you... You basically only have it. He's going to transfer over here. And he was like, okay, well, I can't do that. I'm too close to graduate. So he went, tried to do the Florida situation. Florida was like, yeah, the, we're, we, we can't do nothing with these credits, bro. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. So where's he going to end up? Like a group of five? No clue. Coastal Carolina. No I'm sure they'll take him back. I mean, well, Coastal Carolina would definitely take him back because they don't really have a better option. I don't think he wants to go back there. So I think what his plan is, is to try to graduate like – before the end of spring and then be a late enrollee somewhere. That's that's a terrible idea. It's that's it's a, a very dangerous proposition because wherever you go, you like, have to make sure you are going to be the guy starting day one. Because otherwise you could have transferred somewhere that's your only transfer and you'd be riding the bench in the fall. Man. Um I know we're about to probably wrap up soon, but what real quick, real quick, guys, what is your thoughts on and I know that I probably am just playing devil's advocate here, but to make this transfer portal thing, not so much of a thing, right? We yeah. love it. We love it. I, I think everybody. It, it, enjoys it, it, it. it helps us to have content oh, to talk absolutely. about for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But what if man, and, and it's tough because I, I don't even want to say this, but what if we put that year, you, you got that, that year stop back in place. Because it's not, and, and maybe in certain situations, if the coach leaves, that year stop yep. is not there. Yep. But if you're just leaving a program, like let's say you're just leaving Georgia because you're not getting PT, then you go to another place and you may, no coaching change, no head coaching change or position coach. We can even throw that in there. Neither one of those guys left, then you have to go set out a year. If one of those two guys left, may, maybe you have a free pass. Is there any thought? Like, I'm just throwing I, so stuff out there I've, because I've actually I think thought about this a lot. I think this is going to get crazy. It's, yeah, it's I've thought about this insane. in a lot as in regards to signing and transfer portal. I think you should be required for your commitment to be two years, right? Okay. So if you sign with a somewhere okay. as a freshman, absent of the coach getting fired or position coach getting fired, you should be required to be at that school for two seasons before you can transfer out. And if you transfer somewhere, 
then that's got to, you know, like I said, you're not going to get that. You, you're you requiring the kid to sit out that next year so they can't just jump somewhere else every time it's not going their way. I think that should be a requirement. What about you, Kenny? I think that um, I don't think they, sh- they should sit. They should be required for two years. Um, but I do think maybe um, for sure that head coach, position coach, you know, thing, you know, if a coach leaves, it should be, you know, hey, do what do what y'all want to do for that year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I think like I, I don't know. I don't because I don't know if it's just the the transfer thing or if it's like more nil driven thing. Because you have a lot of kids who simply are just going in the portal just for the bag. And I think, and, and I think you have to. I don't. I'm all about the kids making money, but I think you should put a limit to an extent on what they can get. You know what I'm saying? Like it shouldn't be, you shouldn't have a guy that's making $3 million in NIL. All right. I think that's, that's crazy. But I mean, it's their money, it's their money, but it's like, it has to be realistic, man. And I think it needs to be one full understood rule. You know what I'm saying? Cause I think, what is it? The States mandate really what they're allowed to do. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I mean, they, yep. the NCAA they have to really have like a governing thing to us. Like, look, everybody NCAA has to follow this no rule. Power at M- all. Yeah, I was gonna say NCAA <laughs> is dead at this point, man. Yeah, man. I mean, they they, they have they have nothing now. There's nothing that the NCAA can do. This thing has grown from like a small. And, it's, and, it, and let's be clear, it's it's the NCAA's fault for not addressing oh, yeah. this before it got into oh, yeah. the, the the. It was it was a controlled hands. burn, right? Yeah. Like it was a controlled burn. And then it turned into the whole side of the mountain is now on fire. And the other half of the mountain could be on fire soon unless you get some some damn good firefighters at the top up there to, to try to put this out. Because, I mean, and I like it because it brings parity. And I think that helps with you going to a 12-team playoff, especially because a, a one-year one team could make a run. But you're, it's also going to – it. it's just a snowball effect, man. And I don't – and. There's people that are a lot smarter and a lot get paid a lot more than all of us that are trying to figure this thing out, and I don't think they can because there isn't a stop to this right now that I see. Yeah. I have a I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, <laughs> this little NIL thing. All right. I truly feel that the NCAA was like, "Hey, y'all wanted this money, take it. Y'all wanted this problem, go ahead." I'm gonna Whoa. let y'all have it for three for three to five years, and let y'all run yourselves ragged, lose money, go look absolutely nuts. And then when everything is done, people are like, "We just can't take it anymore." Somebody has to do something. We're gonna come in and lay down the law and make y'all do what we wanted y'all to do. But y'all weren't gonna do it if we would have said do it in the first place. Like, does that make sense? Oh. I mean, it's I I don't know if they um. They started with that, but I could see them pivoting to that at some point in time. It's like, <laughs> yes. all right, you know what? Yeah. Cool. All right. Y'all decided you wanted this headache. I'm not going to step in. Fine. Yep. You, you, you get to see what we've been trying to avoid forever. If that's what you want to do, I'll just step out of the way. And then you'll eventually somebody's going to come back to me and try to figure this out. The problem is the arrogance of the, the, um, the commissioners for these uh, conferences I don't know if they don't feel like they're more equipped to handle this than the NCAA and they're not going to try to figure out how to do this maybe well, at a isn't, conference Isn't level. that what's kind of happening? You're getting these power conferences now? That's, what, getting- that's what they think. They think that they are going to put their arms around it better than the NCAA can and try to do this from a conference, conference standpoint. But um, 
I don't know, man. It's just it. The problem is going to come in when the egos of them collide and they can't come to the table and figure out a way to do it collectively that makes a lot of sense for everybody. Because a lot of these guys, can you? I don't. What's the uh, the Big Ten conferences? Uh, uh, Commissioner Kevin thing? Warren, I think. Think. Can you imagine him and Greg Sankey sitting down trying to come together and and make yeah, Kevin something? Warren? Yeah. No. Hell no. Right. Like, come on, man. That's like. Neo and and Asian <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, let's work this out. <laughs> no, yeah, I just don't know how. I don't know how it's going to work, man. But I do think that those two guys, for sure, think they're smarter than everybody else in the room when it so comes to this thinking. stuff. <laughs> Listen, man, Greg Sankey is a very intelligent man. I've had the opportunity to sit down and talk with a very intelligent man, but he's definitely out here flexing on people on a consistent basis, like. Yes. I, this is completely off topic just because we're talking about conferences. The Pac-12 sucks. All right. Yes. <laughs> I hate Pac-12. We just had the – Auburn just had a game, basketball game against Washington. And because of the stupid Pac-12 network contract, the game was only on the Pac-12 network. So we couldn't even freaking watch the game unless you got Fubo TV or some stupid oh, crap yeah. like that. I was yeah. just stupid. But Pac-12 <laughs> is a terrible conference. And everything about Pac-12 is awful. And I don't care if anybody gets mad when I say terrible conference. And then I had to sit and listen to Bill Walton um, when we played against USC. Um, that's a, that's a, but see, the, you, uh, one Bill Walton game a year is not bad, Ike. It, it really, you know. It, yeah, I don't want I want zero, bro. Like, it was, <laughs> but it was, it was bad because we're playing a Pac-12 team. And I got to sit yeah. here and basically oh, yeah, listen biased. to him be a home. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah. shut up, man. Yeah. <laughs> shut There's up. Some, there's many a nights where I've turned on the TV and like, you know, ESPN two has got a Pac 12 game on or whatever. And Bill Walton's on that call, especially when he was doing it with uh, Dave Plaschke, I think was his name. And, and Dave just got tired of his shit, man. Like he would like, he would call him out on it every time. And, yeah. uh, and Bill would just be like, you know, the, the frogs, if you lick a frog on its back, you, you're going to become uh you know, it's like an acid trip. And he's like, Bill, we're doing a basketball game right now. <laughs> I understand, but I'm just letting you know what's going through my head. And it's like, what? He, he, it's, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's really, strictly, it really is tough to see him, isn't it? Strictly because of the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, the power of the name. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I We just started talking about conferences, and I just remembered how much I disliked the Pac-12. Um, not a fan of the ACC either. Anyway, um, all right. <laughs> Big East 2.0 in yeah. about two or three years. Nah, That's, the pro- That's the problem. I mean... I don't think that we can ever solve this. I think that they're it Kenny, you might you might be right. They might have not I really it. think that, bro. They, like I don't, I don't think I don't think they like Ike said, I don't think they went in with that mentality, right? They thought they could control this controlled burn and yeah. then it, it climbed up the mountain. But now they're sitting on top of the mountain and like instead of like putting firefighters up there, they're just adding more gasoline to like make it come down the other side. They're like, let's think let's watch this thing blow up and then oh, you're gonna need the NCAA. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think it's like it's like a parent, and maybe that's why I thought about it. Like when your kid thinks they know, you're like, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go do it. Because I know in five minutes you're going to come back crying and yeah. I'm going to have to save the day. Well, I, But I still think of it from a parent standpoint. It's like you didn't know they was going to do it. In the back of your mind, you're like, okay, these are all the possible scenarios. I'm trying to avoid this one. And then they go and do it. And you're like, see, I, 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 yeah, yeah, I told you, you this would happen. <laughs> Yeah, you were prepared for A, but instead they went to Z. Like yeah, they went, and you was they like, went, yeah, you and like, then you by the time by the time they come back to you, it's like way far gone, and you gotta like rescue them yeah. from like the pits but, of the. But they can, they gonna put those. <laughs> 
that the, the Sam Bradford rule of of uh, NIL, they're going to be like, look, all right, man, we're going to have to limit this thing to 100 grand per kid at the match. Oh, yeah, like like they did and, with uh, his rookie contract in the NFL? They, yeah. They changed I'm that telling year. you, like, I, I said this, I don't remember when I was talking about this, about them having to put some kind of cap limits on this stuff, man. They're going to have to figure it out, man. Right. Did you see the rumor about the whole Cormani thing? Oh, like, yeah, it was a rumor, rumor thing, but they were like, supposedly Miami offered them 500 up front and yeah. then like 2 mil a two year. Mil a year? Yeah. For Crazy. a corner? Crazy. Fam, like these folks are desperate. And when you have desperate people, they're going to pay. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, you give me 500 up front and 2 mil a year, you really think I'm going to English 101, bro? Right. Like, you really think I'm right. walking into horticulture 102? So here's this is the crazy thing before we get out of here. What's going to start happening is the academic standards are going to start to suffer majorly for these kids. Like, like they're they're basically there to play football. They're no longer there to be athletes to to be student athletes. They're there to be athletes for for a lot of these kids. And what it's going to hurt is like the Olympic sports, right? Like the other kids who NIL actually benefits to a, a heavy degree. Like your your women's basketball program at a random school who doesn't, you know, who's not South Carolina, Tennessee, right? Like uh freaking connect UConn, like where that's not like the major program on that campus, they're they're able to get money right now, but like NIL is helping them, but it's damaging a lot of these other sports because the athletes are no longer there for the right reasons. And I don't even know like how do you how do you teach in that environment? Yeah, yeah. Well, when the, when the kid's making three times your salary and he's right. sitting in class, <laughs> he don't want to be there. He's cutting class half the time, not turning in assignments. And you got to be the one to go now to the advisor for that program and say he's ineligible. But Yo. and then you got to tell uh, Bob's Bob's Burger LLC that <laughs> hey man, right that hundred that that five hundred k you dropped. He's not going to be able to play. Yeah. He's yeah, not going to see, see the field for blah, blah, blah weeks because he failed my class. Yeah. yeah that, right. I, that you, you have made their job impossible, bro. But yeah, you can't, but you can't as a, as a professor, you can't do that because that kid matters more to you than that class does. That kid matters more to the university than that class does. And so to your point, Ike, it's, it's, it's a revolving door, man. And, and we're going to see what happens with it. I mean, I, I don't I have to see. What's going to happen? Like, cause I, like, I like how Florida does it. Like, there's no doubt in my head that you know we give a little, little something up, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, a little change, but like everybody else. But I know we're we're really back heavy. Like, we're really like you know per year. This is what we have access to. This is what you're probably going to get. Blah blah blah. Um, and I like that because the guys coming in, it's not a guarantee. Like, you gotta do you know do what you do, but you know you gotta do a little work. Versus getting that check up front, because you get that check up front, and then you hit the portal. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? You give a kid five hundred k, and then he hits the yeah. portal before uh, spring's over. It's like, yeah, I don't really like it here. Yeah, that check cash, bro. That check cashed. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I don't know what the answer is. Somebody smarter than us, like you said, uh, Paul. Somebody's got to figure it out because um, we're we're getting into dangerous territory here, especially when you got. These uh these coaches that are hovering over the button, ready to like expose everything. Like it's gonna get messy oh, it's, here. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Somebody's gonna oh, do you, it. Oh, you know somebody, you can see it. The minute somebody gets fired because they didn't 
produce the way that they were supposed to, they are pushing the button and they're like, cool, I got you. Everybody's yep. going down and they're yep. just going to start naming names and it's going to get real messy. All right. You see Travis Hunter already kind of put that little, that we little. We even match. talked about that. We, oh, man. He that said, whole... he was like, uh, he said, hey, your coach called me before I hit the portal and with the zip thing, mm-hmm. he was going back and forth with for Hakeem Williams and somebody was like, oh, some, you know, or your coach would take them. He was like, FSU called me before I hit the portal and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even see that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was like, hey, man, these kids, you know, on these Twitter fingers. Yeah, they see, oh, see that? oh, I didn't even like, like that's the whole other. You know, they want to say something and you know, they're talking. Oh, that's it's going to get so messy. It's going it to get is, so man. messy. And the, pro- the problem is, guys, the problem is the college football that like that we all grew up loving, I think, is is now gone. And we have to now pivot to this other college football where, you know, it's this type of stuff happens. And mm-hmm. I hope I don't think it will, because college football is driven by such a fanatic fan base, especially with alumni. But I hope it doesn't draw people away from the sport. Yeah. And they go to in the NFL or MLB or whatever is their new sport because of this. Because I could see, you know, fans being like, oh, he's not on the team anymore. All right. Well, that sucks. We'll get the next kid. But I could also, excuse me, I could also see people being like, we lost 25 kids to the transfer portal. I'm not watching this team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anybody's name that's starting, you know? And I just watched them last year. So it's, it's a whole nother ball game, man. Yeah, but, it's messy. It's gonna be. Right, we'll see where it goes from here. All right, let me, let's get out of here, man. We've been talking long enough about all of this. There's so much more that we can get into on this, but uh, let's start down in the land of the Gators. Kenny B, tell them where you at, man. T two T underscore KB two. Um, you can find Toe to Toe Sports, uh, Facebook, um, Twitter, YouTube, all that good jazz. Paul, what's up? Ahead, Talk Paul. to people. Yeah, man, I'm over at P Mahari, M A H A R Y, UGA Sports.com, forever intern. We're going to have a uh, post game overreaction show on the 31st. Uh, mm. We'll probably do another show before that over here on here, but uh, if, if we don't, come check us out over at Georgia Bulldogs Football on YouTube. And uh, I hope you guys all have a uh, happy holiday and Merry Christmas. And Ike, where do they find you at, boy? Indeed. T-W-R Ike Jones on Twitter. TheWarReport.com is where I'm at. WarReport on YouTube. You all have been listening to the Amen Corner, man. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Later.